What's up, everybody? Anthony Frieda here. Welcome to Super Dumb Biz. No time to waste. This episode is absolutely epic. I got Kat and Rich. You guys remember them? And Paul O'Keefe. You remember him? All four of us in the same room, in studio, with our instruments. Tons and tons of laughter. And this is going to be a two-parter. So, no time to waste. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Hey. What's up, brother? Hey. We're going to jump right into it, because I got my favorite people, my best friends here. Ow! We call Ow! ourselves Crap. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. Because we got Cat. C is for Cat. Yep. R. R is for Rich. For Rich. Yeah. A is for Anthony, myself, and P is for Paul. Yeah, baby. So we got Cat London, Rich Aveo, and Paul O'Keefe. Welcome. Great to be here, brother. Good yeah. to be here, man. Happy September. Happy fall. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful day. We got through this summer. I know. Um, we haven't been in the same room with instruments in how many months? At least six, a minimum six. Yeah, at least six. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Together? Yeah. Six. Together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But probably more than that because before that, I don't know how, I don't remember the last oh, actual. I forget. February? I forget the last gig. Was it Asbury Hotel? I think that was the last one, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. No, that was January. Yeah, you're January, right. January, yeah. Jan, Feb. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Man. So this the... is. Uh, so seven months. This yeah. is what the COVID did, you know? Yep. Um, so speaking of that, let's just talk about that real fast. Get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um. So I know I know Paul works his ass off with his job during COVID. So you've been okay, but I know you've been hungry to play. And back in I think we yeah. you I saw you in June to, when you were on the last episode. That's right. So that was probably the first time you played in a, in a while, right? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, after that show, yeah, after that podcast, my my, my hands literally hurt. <laughs> really? And, and my voice, you know. But uh, he's got yeah, deli- was, delicate hands. I've yeah. got very delicate. delicate hands. I use oil of olay. So, um, it was. It was. Uh, it was literally, apart from like noodling around at home, mm. uh, and it's always more intense when you're playing with somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was the first time that I had uh, played in four months. So. I think you know all right. that that mm-hmm. episode is is the highest uh, listened to episode. That was That's a great awesome. episode. Yeah, like and it, and it just keeps growing, which is great. Um, and then your performance is on there too, like specifically your cover of uh, of Peter Gabriel's uh, Mercy Mercy Street. Street. Wow, was that was such fucking a cool tune, awesome. man. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of my favorite songs of all time. The lyrics are badass so, too. It's weird, actually. People have been messaging me about that cover a little bit really they've actually been messaging me more about the content oh they cool. were like they were like the first half of that pod i mean we get we get into music and in the second half yeah they're like the first half of that podcast was real funny yeah and um, but they uh everyone was like so surprised about uh, to hear an acoustic cover of that song because if you listen to the original it's all synth synth out yeah, no yeah. way really? really haunting i've never so, heard it yeah it was fun to do yeah you did you killed it man and uh, it was a pleasure to mix I remember being so excited mixing it, going like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, you did a good awesome, job. Man. So thanks for that. I like to make things easy on you, Matt. That's right. Yeah. You, you usually do, I except usually except do. when you're busting my balls. <laughs> constantly. I'm talking to you. Until, yeah. Yeah. Musically, though, it's all good. Sure, yeah, yeah. Gigging with Paul is, is one of the yeah. many pleasures of my life. It's a very humbling experience. I think it's the yes. bane of all our existence. <laughs> and then, uh, so, I mean, Kat and Rich, you know, you guys have been busy. As fuck. So, because yeah. you are, you were we on. We made ourselves so. You yeah. guys were literally on maybe a month. I did. I did the Donald Trump with my hands. Yeah, I, I did. It the, looks good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were on maybe a month or a few weeks right before the lockdown. Yeah. And uh, and I talked. We. I mean, did we talk about it on the? La- I don't think we talked about it on the last episode. So let's just cover it real fast. And Paul is included in this. So the three of you have thanks. like a. 
wedding band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for including me. You're, you're, you're welcome, great. Paul. While, while you're here, inclusive. you might as well, might as well contribute I'm to the show. Excited, yeah. The three of you are in a, a wedding band, and it's it's an independently run uh, wedding band, meaning there's no agency involved. Right. Yeah. Which we all have also played together in this independent. I don't. I'm not in anymore, but mm-hmm. but we played in this independent. Uh, independently run wedding band, but also we played together mm-hmm. and really cut our teeth and we're in the trenches together yeah. on the agency run ones yeah, too. For sure. So um, it was a major little bit of little bit of a risk for, for for us to leave that agency, but specifically for Rich to put together mm-hmm. the business for the for the independently run one. So right. it's Rich Genoval Entertainment. Right. So and the the wedding band is called the Ever After Band. Yeah, very cool name. I remember we I remember doing like a uh, video promo for it, mm-hmm. was, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And so within three years, within three years, uh, Rich because Rich does piano bar gigs, a lot of piano bar gigs, and Cat and Rich both do a lot of duo uh, piano and uh, and vocal gigs, mm-hmm. and um, that's where you book a lot of your clients, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's weird, you know the the solo thing. Uh, playing out solo has probably generated all if not you know if not all at this point definitely not all but when we were getting started when we had split and become independent because as you guys know as some of the listeners may not know when you're part of an agency um they kind of take the reins on booking you like you you can't really go promote yourselves too much unless you're generating business for the agency which is fair um but they make it very hard to find the band outside the agency um so when we came out of the agency it was literally like we had never done a show before even though we had have a a couple of hundred shows under our belt at that point in time yeah um so doing the independent stuff uh solo through the week people would come up and be like hey do you uh would you play like a private event or something i know that might sound weird i'm like actually that's yes yes i do and if you're interested in the band uh i have a pretty good one for you so Wow, I gotta just for listeners, you gotta understand. This says a lot about Rich's character because another guy or another gal who's getting all these clients, uh, which were wedding, you know, they're wedding gigs, legitimately mm-hmm. yeah. high paying mm-hmm. wedding gigs, you could have just taken it yourself because for the most part, they're, they were asking for you to do their wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you've done that. Sure. Like you've done a wedding by yourself, you've danced the whole room, sure. just you, your voice, and piano. But he was kind enough to go. Actually, I have guys. a band. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, when we came out of the when we came out of the like you said, I we we cut our teeth together. Yeah, and we were in the trenches together. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those a lot of those times were really great on a personal level, but on a professional level, though, some of them were, were pretty challenging. So when we came out of that together and we decided to kind of go at this as a team, like my my thought was like, I'm going to take care of my team first, like always. If I have an opportunity to take care of this team and make sure these people are employed, working, and in a good working situation, like that's going to be my number one goal. That's very, it's uh, very kind of of you, because uh, <laughs> some other asshole would have been like, "I'm taking all these gigs yeah. for myself." And and I've you definitely, know? Uh, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but you know, um, <laughs> I, I have lost opportunities because of that. Gotcha. They would want me solo, and gotcha. I would analyze the gig and be like look you really want the band for this trust me and they're like well you know maybe you can just like maybe dj it too and i was like you know what like i would just kind of back out of the gig it was like 
Take, wow. Like you saw just me. Wow. But I really would rather you have the whole band because it's just a better experience for you. And the reason why you did that was to keep your your weekend like keep those the, those dates open, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of the the, the yeah. idea behind that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So within three years, you know, you uh, you you guys just started every year having an, another, you know, whether it was a handful of like or two handfuls, like ten or fifteen more weddings that particular year. Mm-hmm. To to by the third year, which was this year, twenty twenty, you had booked how many? What was the number? If if you have a rough you know, idea, I really don't. It, I mean, it was at least a couple dozen, if maybe a few dozen. I forget, it was close I forget to, where we were, we, but it was we were close to fifty, or did it break yeah. fifty? Uh, no, we didn't. We haven't broken fifty yet on Int- weddings. Intentionally, though, however, because we want to. Uh, we don't do just weddings, so like that's right. Yeah. Cat, Paul, and myself, we were also doing a number of like trio gigs, that's and right. four piece gigs. You know, yeah. and, like smaller iterations of the show band. So I in obviously at the end of the year I include that as an ever after booking. You so know, you so. had like a, a a lot. You basically met what you had with the agency in three years. That that was kind of my point. To yeah. asking. I think, I think yeah, overall we exceeded it right yeah, exceeded. before we had left. Yeah, I yeah. mean definitely number wise and quality wise exceeded it. You know. Yeah. yeah, was, yeah. But I think uh, 2019 is a pretty good yardstick, and we did we did a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I don't remember exactly how many, but between like three-piece work mm-hmm. and band stuff and then like not even including like dual stuff that you guys did i mean it was a lot so it's, which is awesome it's, it's out yeah. there you don't you do not need an agency to go out and get work you yeah. just need a contact in the industry and rich was you just you know, need to be like, willing to work 96 hours a week yeah you you could a lot of emails back and forth a lot yeah. of phone calls yeah you're you're just really good with talking to the clients i would be terrible with that gig I, I would be or I that disagree. part of the business. I, I think if the it's about the mission. It took time. I mean, I, you definitely honed your language through email. And yeah. As more like issues arose, you learn how to cop. You learn how to answer things. Answer things. But I became a lot less salesy. Mm-hmm. It was just more about keeping the keeping keep, keep, the, the client factual. first. Well, it's just like look. Yeah. I want to make sure that you are happy. So yeah. like, here's how we're going to handle this. You yeah. know, versus like you want to book my band, and it doesn't matter. You know what it is that happens. We'll do anything for you. It's just like, well, you know. A lot I, of agencies think that's what keeping the client first is. That will bend over backwards. That's just yesing them but to death. I think yeah. what was really important about the success of this band, which really helped uh, bolster the reputation, was that we just came at it from a factual standpoint. And if they did ask for something that was unreasonable or just unrealistic in a banquet setting, we would mm-hmm. say we would say it preemptively. Yeah. And they would go, oh, I get it now. Because yeah. no one understands what a wedding is like until you're for the in mo- it. Yeah, for the most yeah. part, anyway. The people who are booking a wedding yeah. Have are planning been a wedding. It's once. the first time they're doing it. Yeah. For most people. Not everybody, yeah. but for, for most people. And I think the difference between the agency and doing it independently was you had the person who was going to be the band leader for the night was doing the sales part as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like, yeah. Rich is always cognizant of that. that I'm actually going to be on this gig. So I can get yeah. you. Whereas when you're going through an agency, yeah. all due respect, <laughs> they you throw could be sitting out to somebody who's not going to be within 20 miles of that gig and they'll yeah. say, yeah, they'll dress as monkeys for you. They throw you to the wolves. <laughs> Go yeah. for it. Yeah. They they throw definitely, you right to just the to make the sale, they'll definitely, yeah. they, they have the <clears throat> tendency. Yes. yes, they will put on clown paint. For yes, you. exactly. I'll put on clown paint for you, Anthony. Thank you, Kat. Yeah. Maybe later. Okay. Well, your, your first dance is it theme park music from 1983. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a true story, actually. True story. Holy Good shit. Lord. Throwback. 
Yeah. Um, so, okay, the reason why I wanted to highlight all that yeah. is because, mm-hmm. well, first of all, it's a major accomplishment, so congratulations to you guys. I mean, thanks, that, it's, thanks, but I'm also very sorry because all of that work got, a lot of it got either taken away by COVID or mm-hmm. postponed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot postponed. I think every single person rescheduled, which yeah. is good. I think we had, two, we had two people who canceled, but it wasn't, uh, one of which was because like one of the plans was pretty loose. They were just yeah. like, well, we don't want to rush. Yeah. Like just grab like a Thursday next year. We want to do it right. Like we'll yeah. call you guys back. Cool. You know, so. So we've had time. Well, that's yeah, we've uh, had a lot of time. yeah. It's unfortunate, and you're not obviously you're not the only gig people that I know, but you're you're the closest ones to me who I was like, that's a gut punch. And I remember uh, early on talking to all of you. We we did a Zoom thing. Yeah. A Zoom episode, but I never. Yeah, I didn't want to post it because I was like, "Let me let's wait, let's get in the room together." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably a good call. I yeah, think it's a good call. Yeah. And plus, like, it was in the beginning, so it was a lot of unknown. Now you're on the other side of this, yeah, and right. you have like good news. You mm-hmm. know, at least Cat and Rich have good news. Paul, I guess you're doing okay. Uh, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, you're under, just under a lump of bad news, yeah. man. No, nah, you're doing fine. I mean, I'm, I'm super lucky. I consider myself very lucky because. I actually went back to having a day job like in November 2019. Like That's right. Months before this. That's so weird. Um, not not of my own accord. I didn't actively like I was asked to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, obviously it was maybe it was just like providence there. But mm. I mean, I'm looking forward to the world opening up, going yeah. back gigging and sacking those guys off again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, none Hopefully of they don't listen time. to this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Trust me. <laughs> oh but, man. Uh, no, it's, it's, I've been, I consider myself pretty lucky that I've been able to continue working, but you know, it's, it's rough. It's rough out there for musicians. It's, I don't know how you guys are doing it, but you know, well, you guys could, let's jump into that also. That's, okay. I wanted to start with that. Cat and Rich have a, um, an online streaming virtual show that they do four nights a week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's pretty incredible. Cause I, the other day I was looking at the post and I was like, Day one hundred and seventy something or whatever it was, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Wow, you know, that's yeah, we're a on lot." Eighty day one eighty, yeah. Oh, you know. this Monday, this Monday is the six. Our six month. Uh, this Monday will be six months so solid of September doing the show. Twenty first. We started 21st. the show the day New Jersey went into quarantine. We just completely wow. were like, you know what? I'm not going under. I'm just I'm going to fight this thing like, right off the bat. Rich is saying we. He started this doing co- the cover kind of piano barish thing uh, called the Pandemic Piano Party first. While I tried yes. to do like some random comedy stuff right. on my own, but then like two weeks in, he's like, "Do you want to like be a guest?" I'm like, "I'll be a guest on your show. <laughs> Thank you." And then it worked out because I just made fun of him the whole time, and people pe- people people ate it up. Now, yeah, and with the addition of Cat, it's uh, it's actually become a podcast. Yeah. Yes. So we've actually changed. We've rebranded it. We changed the name. So it's still the PPP, but now it's called the Piano Party Podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah. So you guys have. Uh, we'll have you guys on. Yeah. Oh. When when every, yeah that'd be sure. great. I'll, I'll just stand. You. I'll just sit in the corner, like usual. You squeeze squeeze the drummer in the just corner. Like a, a wig and dark sunglasses. I'll just I'll yeah. just I'll I'll attach my kick pedal to a box or something. Yeah. I've been looking for an excuse to go eat bonbons in the in the adjacent room so why don't you take my seat sure absolutely i just won't sing you gotta wear you gotta wear one of cat's dresses if you do yeah i mean i've got a lot i mean uh maybe maybe i'm a little hairy it might poke through the legs are just a little too hairy yeah just don't wear any fishnets oh 
Or that, only that's a weird sight. If you, you make, wore a fish, it's like nets. a dog pressed up a chain link fence. Oh, that's <laughs> the cutest! <laughs> 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 like pet that. that dog through that fence right there. Yeah, like a really hairy dog. I'll make sure I pant into the mic. Yeah. Rich is like, everybody, welcome. This is Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. A little bell around your neck. uh, So what's cool about about the show is your interaction. It is the show, is your interaction with your your audience. You have the same people joining you every night. And dedicated folks. Very, very loyal. You guys told me like it's like dinner time for them. Like it's like putting on the TV. And but they're getting they're getting music. They're also getting a little bit of comedy too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they get to laugh a lot on the show, which is great. And their kids can watch too. Yes, it's family friendly. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I say like crap or shit. Yeah, we'll but... we'll we'll talk about racy stuff, but like we'll keep it PG. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's it's and it's growing every uh, every week a little bit, right? You know, it's crazy, man. I, we were we were running through yesterday or a couple days ago, and. It's a weird feeling because unlike performing at a, a club or, or a lounge or a restaurant or anything, it's you don't always know who's there. Yeah. So like annoying. some nights it could be quiet, but people are still watching. Or some nights it can be like overwhelming because everybody's commenting. Mm-hmm. The and chat. So, you're talking about the, the, the live chat. chat. Exactly. Cool. So like sometimes we'll end the show and be like, like... I don't know why we're doing this. Like oh, no one's yeah. here. Like no one, no one's watching this. And then at the end of the week, like you'll find out everyone was there, you know, gotcha. or, you know, people will, they'll send you tips at, you know, and or it's just, you'll have a busy chat room experience and then you go to the views and it was like only 80 views today. You're like, what? I like, worked my weird. ass off. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's, I, I've kind of like switched my mindset from like at a club, you can, at the end of the gig, you can be like, that was a great gig mm-hmm. or that was a shitty gig. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's obvious, right? Like right in the moment. But like, I've kind of switched my views to at the end of the week, was it a good week? Yes, because sure. it's almost like you have to look at it from a little bit of a further perspective. So, yeah, and better. I can I can tell you guys as well that, like, being Facebook friends and being internet connected to a lot of full time musicians here and in Europe, you guys are the only ones doing it at that regularity. Mm. And I think that really means something because, like you were talking about, like you said, it's dinner time almost. Yeah, exactly what people needed right now yeah. because you either had, you either had like humdrum experience or everything was so turned upside down for you. Yeah. That the one thing that you needed was a, a constant, right? Yes. Which is, you know, something positive. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, so a, a, a really nice constant thing that's daily. Yeah. And, you know, the only problem is Dave, I think they blocked me from the comments. So <laughs> yeah, he's I out. I was telling too many salty jokes. He's, he's out. I do was, they not allow you on the thing? I was, they, no, they no, do. No, of course. I was oh. messaging in a Glasgow accent. That's what it was. That's, that's they didn't understand it really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? You're 100 percent right. Like when I started the thing solo, my and it's still our motto to the to this day. When we when we say welcome to the the PPP, we always kind of like state the mission of the show, which was right now everything's completely uncertain. We want to make sure you guys know, like we are he- like we are we will try to make you smile today. Like that is the right. one thing that's certain with this show. I don't know what's going to happen with yeah. your life or my life, but it helped right us now, too. Cause like we were, you know, it was like, hi everybody. Like we're smiling. We're not flailing at all. We did have to, we did <laughs> we have to kind of put on our game face. It was like grin and bear it. But, na- but now we've actually gotten used to the grinning. 
Oh yeah, out. and it helps. It really does. I mean, dude, I we we talked about it like separately, but like early on in the show, like the first maybe like forty episodes, like there were days where I'd break literally break down into tears right before going on. Hmm. You yeah. know, like because it's just either you have like this crazy tech problem one oh, minute yeah. before you're ready to go live. And like people are already there waiting for you and you're like, oh my God, like I really like not only not only that, but at the time, like you really needed to try to get some tips. Like it was, you yeah. know, uh, and it was it was like almost a desperate feeling. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where now it's like this is my show and this is what happens. And sometimes shit happens. Sometimes the Internet goes down, Oof. you know, and it's it's tough, but total uncertainty. For, for it's like a snowstorm. You can't get to work or something, you know, for listeners, um, th- what what they're running this operation that they're running, they're running from their, like, uh, you had like a studio desk set up, like a cre- like with your keyboard and stuff, mm-hmm. like a little studio room, mm-hmm. right? And you're doing, you converted that for this show. Yeah. yeah. And the operation is not fucking easy <laughs> by any means to run. It looks really clean and you set make up, it look like on really the camera, easy. but behind the, right behind that camera and on the ground are, Probably seven Because you're live streaming it, but you're also recording it to then be uploaded uh, no, to like YouTube or we're, no? Uh, we're simulcasting okay. through a software, which then feeds another software, which then simulcasts it at, so you're to doing, Facebook, YouTube. We yeah. were doing Twitch for a while, Wait, too. Wait, so YouTube automatically saves the thing? You yeah, don't and have to Facebook, record. yeah. Both oh, all, right. all those things well, yeah, kind of live okay. in perpetuity. Is it going to Instagram, too? No, no. Uh, Instagram doesn't have. I think it's called the RSS um, capability oh, to receive like a separate feed of the show. Gotcha. Um, so it was a little weird, and also it's because weird. Instagram's like only on your phone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It had. To, it was too far away. Like we couldn't. We couldn't see the interactions. Yeah. I mean, it was a little. A little tough. For you the all Instagram. know this pain, uh, Paul, doing sound for the for the event band, and what you thing? have. <laughs> <laughs> you have all you these mean. cables and Rich, you know, being a sound tech of his own regard. Mm. Uh, it took him so long to get a sweet sound. Mm. It was, I don't know what it was, but the, like, the tenacity of the, I'm using just my words, of the system was pushing so hard that even one tweak would be like, now you can't hear the voice. And uh, then one tweak, it's like, oh, yeah. I can't, the voice is yeah. so big. Like, it, it's well, just, you've, you've got another element as well because... If you're in a studio or you're doing a gig, you have your voice going through a board into two or three or four speakers. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're simulcasting on the internet, you don't know what people are listening on. Exactly. Yeah. All you got to do is just hit your best shot. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's right. That's right. And, and I, don't, I did one on Facebook and I just did it like no mics or nothing, just into a kind of into the, 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 the laptop kind of speaker mm-hmm. or mic. It's hard. It's hard because you're like, some people are going to be listening on like, AirPods. Right. Yeah. Some people are going to be listening on these cans. Other people would just be listening on a crappy yep. kind of speaker. You just gotta you gotta hit your best shot, and that's that's it. right. Mm-hmm. So, actually, and and I think that your operation ex- inspired this operation. And I was on the phone with you, Rich, for like an hour one day. Yeah. Because I because I liked the idea that you were sending out an audio signal to these to this live stream, which was then being recorded. And then you can post it as an episode, right, on YouTube or whatever. Um, but you weren't limited by the interface or whatever. You had a mixer, yeah. And you were e- and you're really good at EQing. Right. So you actually like got a really, really nice sound for the live stream. It was and I'm thinking like, why can't I do that? <laughs> right. Why can't I do that? And let me just call them. 
and you helped me out. So I have a mixer right next to me. Oh, that's awesome. And it, it's just it's just one of those like, well, here, this is the whole the whole point to this to highlighting this is and it's very powerful to hear it, is you guys didn't you just didn't take the loss and you didn't wait. Yeah. You the, the day one you're like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm gonna no we're doubt. gonna do something. No doubt. Because right? honestly, our voices would croak. Like, if I yeah. wasn't singing for the hour, the hour and a half, we ju- we only just converted to an hour show. We'll see if we go back, but it was an hour and a half show. I'm thinking to myself, realistically, during a gig, during a wedding gig, you're singing probably, if you're being realistic about it, you're probably singing for... Like two and a half. Two and a half hours, yeah. but not even because you're doing background vocals. Like, I do mm. a lot of background vocals. I don't sing cocktail hour. But so I'm singing for that. If it's a duo gig, it's usually a three-hour show at like a restaurant. So you figure 45-minute sets like that. I'm not getting if I you know I I gig less than these guys. But if I'm only gigging twice a week, they gig way more. I'm not getting my singing time in. I really need mm-hmm. this. I need this. Yeah. And it was interesting to like fool with proximity to the mic because I know my mic proximity in a live setting in a venue. You can mm-hmm. hear it. But when we are in, the room is smaller than this room right now. Yeah. Like the oh, room yeah. that we're podcasting is actually quite comfortable. Our room is very small and we it was really loud. And yeah. we were like singing in each other's faces. We still kind of have that problem because we are kind of close. Sure. We're very close, so yeah. It's like yelling, we're yelling. yelling. What's funny, in, in, uh, in college I took an acting class and the, uh, the professor was was an actor and he had been on like a lot of like soap operas and things like this and he he was telling us like tv acting and you guys are probably familiar with this oh, it's i don't a know lot any, quieter well pu- yeah not just quieter you are very close. uncomfortably like whatever you're watching on tv if it looks like they're at a natural distance yeah, they can smell each other's breath no doubt like they're that close cuz the way the camera's <laughs> framed you're sh- like so when cat and i are performing Shit. it looks like we're I've I've seen the footage. Like it looks like we're about two feet apart. Her mic stand is touching the end of my keyboard. She's right. If I'm sitting here like this, Girls. her mic her <laughs> mic is right here, like Cooties. facing that. Girls. So it's it's yeah. weird because you're like looking at each other and you're harmonizing with each other. But I can actually hear Cat's acoustic voice outside the mic. Do you use headphones? No, we we actually have a monitor set up. Oh, okay. So wow, we're That's actually a good idea, Paul. Because I, 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 mean, I can't sing through headphones. Oh, it's really? not it's not my not the cut of my jib. Got they're it. also like not very aesthetically. Yeah, know, they're not. Oh yeah, for for especially because yeah. you guys, it's not just you guys singing. It's also, I, I have sexy ears, so sexy, I want yeah, to make yeah. sure that they're That's I seen. Yeah, <laughs> actually, plus another, I like wearing hats. Yeah. There's another benefit to this show, which is. All I got to do is see when Cat and Rich come on, and I know when to log out of work. <laughs> <laughs> That's your time. Oh, and I actually tell clients, I'm sorry. My friends are singing. That's my time to log in. <laughs> the day's done. That's it. <laughs> you know. You know, it's funny. I think it's six p.m. I, 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 yeah. I think that's it's really funny. But I actually think many people feel that way. Um, we ran into uh, some fellow musicians uh, walking through Raspberry Park a couple months ago, and she was like, "You know, I keep track. I know how far along we are into this quarantine." By what day you guys are on with your with your show? Yes, same. It's been like it's been like a weird like alarm clock for people, which is kind of funny. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Are you going to stop eventually, or mm-hmm. is this something that you're interested in? Because obviously you're going to go back to doing your solo gigs, I assume. Duo yeah. gigs, band gigs. 
Is this something you're going to continue to do when you're on a night you're not working? I think so. I think I think this show um, will probably, to some degree, Mm -hmm. live forever, uh, even if it means doing it once a week or something along those lines, or like maybe turning it into a um, more of a concert setting. But Mm -hmm. uh, similar to Ant, when Ant discovered this whole podcast world, I think. I don't want to speak for you. You're right here, Go but ahead. like, didn't you? Did you feel like you were? Keep talking. You awakened like a part of yourself that you've always wanted to explore. I'll I'll tell you this actually. I th- I just think that I just think that um. I just the injury that I had with my hands. Oh yeah. yeah. Like in my mind, convinced me I can't prof- I can't be a professional drummer. Which whether that's bullshit or not. It still hurts sometimes to play. Right. I right. sometimes still wake up in agony. So I was like, "Well, what the fuck am I going to do?" I love teaching. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't. It's not my passion. Right. So I was thinking, I want something creative. I got into a lot of the comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. Fell in love mm-hmm. with that shit. Mm-hmm. It's all I watch. I love. I just love. I love and miss. I would go back and do a couple months of a agency gig with you guys. Not that that's ever going to happen, but. Just for the fun of being on the gig with you guys, yeah, that is totally so much good. fun. Yeah. Like just the bullshitting back and forth. Yeah. I love that, especially like an Paul. original band tour or something like or that. Or the tour. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so much fun, right? You're like, you're the comic relief of that. I hope so. <laughs> You'll I put try yourself to into a precarious situation. Paul will comment on it, and Rich and I will just laugh. Yes, yeah. yes, pretty and much we'll a just, tour. We'll just pour each other's sauces all over it right. you know yep. and exactly. then it gets all dirty and stuff yeah. um wow i'm not, uh, I'm not but, even gonna comment on what you just please said don't. Yeah. this is pg stuff please, That's please right. don't anthony i'm gonna but, wake up we're gonna wake up in your bed and kiss your hands so your boo-boos feel better thank you so much and then pat uh, the dog through that fence that's right <laughs> have you have you have you spoken on the podcast about your injury at a little bit okay. a little bit but Should that we interview you about it nah, it's fine just to get just to answer uh rich's question is that um, I was like, well, wait, hold on. The, I know funny people, and like, what if we had live music performance? It's just a lot of mixing work, but I need that work to get better at mixing anyway. Because you you enjoy that. You're I like, really you love being enjoy a producer. It. I mean, I I just love. I like making things sound good. Right. That's it. I like yeah. capturing things that sound good yeah. and then making them sound better. I remember when we were on tour in Boston, playing in that running store, but then we went to eat at the uh, the Indian. Or the Thai food uh, restaurant? Yes. And I remember being across <laughs> Those <are two>. from <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't know. I forget what it was. I, I think it was an Indian restaurant. I think it was. It was Indian. It was. Yeah, I think yeah, it was okay. Indian. Um, I know it was spicy. Um, <laughs> sitting across from you, we were all sitting across, and you're like, but wouldn't that, you kept saying like, but wouldn't that be great, guys? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be a great But wouldn't that thing? be great? Like, comedy, and but like the live performance, and I was going to myself, because I'm not a tech person, Um like, I don't know about the live performance aspect. And I wasn't saying that out loud. I was just doing it, like, on my own thing. Like, oh, would I be able to put something out like that? Because you were like, I think the band should have this podcast. And we're like, no, Aunt, you should have this podcast. <laughs> and I was like, fine. I'll do fine, it on my fine. own. Fine, I'll buy all this shit. Yeah. And then he flipped the table and, and ran it. He That's did. Right. Yeah, I did. I did. That's right. And I, I, had, to pay, I had to pay for his dinner. <laughs> yes, you did. Thanks. Thanks for understanding. Financially You're and welcome. emotionally. Right. That's, yeah, right. No, but you know, to to Paul's question, uh, there's always been a thing within me that I've wanted to be like a, not a talk show host, but um, a a host of a show. Mm -hmm. 
And to me, it's my passion, like yourself, you like to make things sound good. I like to explore the varieties of entertainment. Mm. So like, you know, like the impression show and, you know, all kinds of things. I love doing things that have a big variety and no no laser pointed focus or style. Yes. So when the sh- when we started doing the show, I was like, huh, the- it's... It's part piano bar. Mm-hmm. It's part podcast. It's it's like part um, you know like Striptease. chat room. It's yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's silly. It's got you know it's goofy, but it's also <laughs> musically sound. Mm-hmm. You know, so y- you part oh ASMR. Can you, can you promise me that if you ever have a talk show, you'll get Shiloh LaBeouf on there? <sighs> you mean Shiloh Beef? Shiloh, Shiloh Beef. beef. <laughs> <laughs> You you on sent beef, me on Beef Wellington Place. You <laughs> sent me uh, Rich one day, <laughs> one night. I guess you guys wrapped your show, and I'm just sitting hanging out for the night. <laughs> um, you sent me a clip, and it's of the episode. But and by the way, I don't know how to do what you did, which is you send a YouTube link, and it starts at a certain minute in the video. Another thing, I'm going to have to ask you how to show me. How to <laughs> it's do. easy. I it's really easy. easy. I think is it easy? It's just a box. Yeah. You just check a box. It's okay. really easy. Yeah. Still don't know how to do it. Uh, I'm going to have to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get lessons. You. I'll show you. So you sent me a, a clip from, or right from a start of a thing from your show, <laughs> and it was hist- I, I I busted out laughing. Uh, it was. Well, there was two of them you sent me one time, like like within the same week. Did you? you the Shadow LaBeouf was one. No, the one, that the one that weird. I saw. I think was, one of them was the 420 joke. Yes, the yeah. 420 <laughs> joke, and cat. That right? Wasn't well, even a joke. Was, that wasn't a well, joke. yeah. Well, that's part of why it's funny. That's yeah. So, what was it again? Now you you I said it was in May, right? Someone mentioned toking or whatever, and I said, oh, well, it's 420. This is while we're singing a song. So I don't know what song it was, but it kind of went like this. I'm playing, we're singing, yeah. da 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 da. And Kat looks at me and goes on mic, 420. And, I, and I'm singing, and I'm like, my face is like, I'm, my face is contorting. May. And I'm, it's May 20. May. And I was like, it's, it's, and I was like, I have no idea what you just said because it's May. <laughs> and like, all the time, the music hasn't missed a beat. Like, yeah, we're right. just going yeah. and yakking with each other. And, and you're falling off your seat. And she falls off the chair. Because yeah. I swear to God, yeah. Anthony, that, that same day prior to the show, Someone told me it was 420. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, sure. It was the angels. Just some random the voices, the voices in, in your head. head yeah. Some random. But you know what, dude? Oh, that that episode, though, yeah. no, no lie, uh, yeah. I think that is so, it was so true was to Kat and our, our relationship. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. the And everybody laughed so hard at that. Like, my family, they... They like called me, and my sister was like, "We were in tears, <laughs> like looking at your face, and and then listening to cat." And then we said, "Like I, and you I kept singing too." After oh that. yeah, we just finished the song. Oh, but like Darius Rucker. that show was actually the I would say the birth of the podcast, of the podcast portion of the yeah. show because yeah. before that we were like, "We only have ninety minutes. We don't mm-hmm. want to make anybody feel left out with their requests. Let's just hit these songs, like make mm-hmm. little comments here and there." But that part of it. That was so fun. Birthed. You were like, you know what? Let's just be ourselves. Yeah. Uh, let's just be ourselves. This is how we speak to one another. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like people are hanging that's out how, with, with That's you. how they, you all speak to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. What? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just about to say, guess what I said when I saw that? I was like, Jesus, Cat. <laughs> you got to have one a day. One a one day. One a day. I have my one, you have five a day vitamins? One, yeah. one a day, Jesus. One God. of these days, I'm going to make it. I'm literally going to make a shirt. 
<laughs> and it's it's a cat, but looks like Jesus, like like with his arm with his arms out. <laughs> Jesus, cat, <laughs> just for you, cat. Oh, That's good, or for us, for the band. Oh right. man, you'll wear it. I'll wear a dress. It's so oh, funny, blasphemous yeah. and hilarious. Very blasphemous. So, um, no good there. <laughs> but going back to what you were saying about, I I agree with you, and I and I we never really talked about it in a um, in like how do we get that on stage or how do we get that right. as a piece of content? The it, Literally, the the interactions between us while we're on stage, because really we've found out about that. Well, you guys probably had that. Cat and Rich had that before the four of us had that on stage when we performed. You're talking yeah, about the, qui- the quippiness? Yeah, because... Or just like the authentic relationship. That's oh. right, like the Cat London shows that we would do, whether it was right. in Rockwood Stage 1, small-ass little venue... Or some other, wherever the fuck Where we are. Where Anthony's not allowed on stage. That's right. That's I'm right. Not, you have to sit on the floor. You can sit on the floor yeah. and play Because we jokes. need to have this baby grand piano on stage <laughs> right. in this small-ass room. Imperative. And Kat but, still uh, brings her keyboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. That's and right. whenever we play Rockwood, Rich is like, yeah, I like playing Rockwood. Yeah. Why, Rich? Yeah, I just like it. Uh, and then... <laughs> Can't figure out I'm why. Like, I don't know. And then and then Paul has Rich one, is all the, one foot Paul, on the stage. Yeah, yeah. One Paul's, foot off the Paul stage. Paul is in the cutaway of the piano. Yeah. yeah. Like leaning on you. Like some kind of uh, I'm actually doing tree pose yoga. Right. <laughs> in like a sequin bass. dress, yeah. like some kind oh. of jazz singer. Oh, yeah. 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 What, yeah. what was the point? A cigarette with a barrel, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the point. Yeah. This right here. Ridiculous. Like this is on stage. Like this is how we are on stage in between songs. Yeah. But you're the catalyst for it, Kat. Oh shit! The catalyst. The catalyst. Look at that. Oh fuck. That's the name of the band. That's the name of the band. But that like you guys are the Alice. We never outside (laughs) of just we understood that it was gonna happen Mm -hmm. when the four of us were on stage, and it was just a side, extra thing for the crowd that made us maybe stick out a little bit as far as wow that was a good performance and they were fucking hysterical that band, but you know it seems as though like the collective in this room is all right. That funny stuff and that interaction stuff is maybe more valuable mm-hmm. than the music. Yeah. And you were the first to actually, I, I would say you were the first to label it. Sorry, you were, I'm not close enough to the mic, everybody in the there podcasting world. Here now I it am. sounds like we're, on her, we're laying on her, <clears throat> on her uh, shoulder. Now right? it sounds like I'm kissing your boo-boos. <laughs> <laughs> you were the first to label the benefit of that. Uh, you were also the first to label. Not, I'm not jumping the gun here, but you were also the first to label uh, introducing improv music into our sets. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. You are also a antalist. What's that? That's a catalyst. Oh, but an I like Anthony that. Oh, catalyst. cat in the A list. Damn. And then you bougie. have look, catalyst. There oh, that's know. cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm just glad I'm being promoted from the D list. I know. Right? I want to be called the Glad <laughs> Rags. Yeah, the D list. I think we yes. should be what? called the Glad yes. Rags. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I think is, is, cool, is cool about bringing that or, or at least, you know, consciously thinking about that element is it actually takes you away from that just boring yeah. thing of musicians trying to go up and be cool. Hey, this is a song I wrote about. Yes. You nailed that. Yeah, you nailed you know? that. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, this is about the, yeah. the fight for, for, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, for like cat paw rights. You right. Know? We should be <laughs> or allowed like... to have left-handed cats. Why can't we have left-handed Why cats? Can't? Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> and Paul, you come from a very, very comedic family. Yes. Just like always busting each other's balls. Rich yeah. is uh, families is always busting each other's balls. My family's like me and Aunt are the only normal people here. No, you, oh, your family wow, bus. Your, your family yeah, your, fam- your family's way more f- 
Sorry, family. The whole band just went. No, your whole family has made yeah. fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your family, family bus balls every way more fun than yeah. my family. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, and I know to say I'm this, and it's okay dog. to say that because they're not listening. I'm telling your dog. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> Maybe this my is too exciting. Right. Shout out the to my cousin. Too At least my family comes to my shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the cool thing is though, it's it's kind of accidentally funny, which I think is the most yes. funny, right? Because yeah. yes. my family are. Like they're not intentionally funny, right? <laughs> that's, and that's they're comedy. I think accidentally, <laughs> and that's funny. what yeah. I meant. It's that's authentic. exactly right. Like, authentic. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this categorically as true. I'm not going to name any names here, but <laughs> oh, one of my family members, a female family member in a bar in New Orleans, oh, no. lifted her own underwear <gasps> nearly over her own head no! while she was wearing them. So, yeah, <laughs> no. like really drunk. So oh, that has God. happened. It's accidentally funny. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just it's. That's how wild. That it's like scientifically a for women's underwear. That's very yeah, hard to I do. I can't be comfortable. I mean, it's, as a guy, it's even harder. Yeah, I get. But some men. I don't wear, know. I think it might be harder boxers. for women. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. But I, I, I don't. Need I'm to only know saying why. as a guy. You need to know why that would ever happen. Some stuff in the way. Kinda, because you're related to it, <laughs> and I'm close. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to get no names. far no, away from you. The, know who you are. Notice right. none of us went. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Just like, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> that, that sounds, like a, sounds like an yeah. O'Keefe thing. It yeah. Yeah. We have Jesus, Cat, we have, that's Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's Paul. It's really cool, right? It's authenticity. That's what it is. It's, and it's really cool that, it's really cool that it, again, it just, it happened. It just mm-hmm. naturally started happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yep. the, the and, it maybe, and maybe that's part of being on the gig, and we don't even want to be on the gig, maybe. Maybe we're having a rough gig, like a wedding gig that's just, I agree. this sucks. I think it has a lot to do with the various, various yeah. kinds of shows we've done. We haven't, yeah. we haven't done in the original sector, that is, so many like hipster gigs where you have to be kind of like vibing it out the whole time. We've been in the same room on gigs where you have to kind of be all hunky-dory and you don't want to be. I actually think it, I personally, me personally, I've never, I can probably count on one hand out of the thousands of shows that I've done. I already How many agree. shows I didn't like. Mm. So I'm never having a right. horrible time on stage. I think the, the thing about what we do on stage and, you know, the birthing of that, I think what made it special was like, I'm trying to figure out a good way to word this so that it's not like. Levity? Too cerebral. But like. I just think you bring the if you bring mm. realness to the stage, you're not. I think a lot of musicians, Paul, you know the 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 example you set. I think they're trying so hard mm-hmm. to be cool, mm-hmm. to seem like they're above where they are and what they're doing. Right. Uh, that, in my opinion, that makes you a total douchebag. Yeah. When we go on stage, I agree. With I that. think we, I think we enjoy each other's company so much that it's just like, hey. First of all, we're on stage right now. This is our time. You, you're yeah. like you're in our house right now. Yeah, and we're in your house. So like my family, I know for damn sure. You come to dinner at my family's house, and nobody's trying to be fancy. Like no one's yeah. trying to act like who they're not. Yes. If, if you yeah. can't handle it, well, sorry. This is the night you're in for right now. And that's I think right. that's what we've brought. We're, we're try, we try to bring to the table. And I think it's all started with that improv. I think it started I with. Hope so. We've. I think we so managed cool. to like loosen up a little bit mm-hmm. and not worry about what people think. Yeah. 
you know who we are like it just the, the worry goes out the window and you're just like when, you know yeah, what guess, this is what we do i guess when you when you improvise you have all you have is uh all you have is what you want to hear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. play what you want to hear and and make it match the rest of the band that's a wonderful way of putting I, it you know what i mean and yeah. and you can't fake that no you can't fake it it's impossible because you're in the moment you have to be in the moment you have to be present right and uh yeah. And we were already kind of nondescript because at the time with the original band, the way it all kind of came across, we're we're obviously going to forever be writing different stuff and different people are going to be writing stuff, but it happened to be a lot of featurettes of uh, my music and Rich's music. So already we were genre hopping. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of nondescript in that sense. And we've had many people say like, what are you? I don't get it. And we're like, ah, instead of feeling bad about that which believe me i have had my fair share of feeling a little torn about like oh wait so because i'm not in this like specific genre you don't Mm. get me Mm -hmm. but then you throw the improv in Mm -hmm. and it's like wait let's capitalize not even capitalize just let's lean in to that odd superpower of Mm -hmm. being nondescript it helps justify yeah Mm. and yeah, we're watching improv opinion, rocks. We're watching entertainers. <laughs> yes, that, that's and it, really exactly. And that comes back to what you were saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's just a bunch of entertainers on they're stage. They're up there, and and to what you said, they're up there just making things sound good for us to enjoy. That's it. It's you know? also unique. I mean, sometimes you can. We've all been lucky to watch and be on stage, share stages with like great artists and mm. you know bands and stuff. Sometimes it can feel a little bit like, oh, I'm I'm watching somebody doing something they've done fifty times the yes, exact same exactly. way before. So exactly. I think uh, if yeah. you bring a little, if you if you if you point out meaningfully, we're about to do something we've never done before, be it in a comedy sense or a musical mm. sense. It really does give people. I mean, I don't know if it gives it to them, but we're offering them. Here's something that you we have never done on a show before, and mm-hmm. we're only going to do in this one. Yeah, yeah, yes. which That's, is cool. It's yes. important, and you're you, it's the ultimate <laughs> breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah, because you're by even asking the crowd for their input of a song, you're paying, you're tipping your hat to the fact that you know they're there. Like my least favorite thing is when you go watch a musician and they're just just in on in themselves, and they're playing their thing. This song is called Tree. Yeah, and or like you know they they get done with their song and the crowd's clapping and they're just like, thanks. Looking at and they look at the ground and you're just like, hey man, are, like, are we? Did we just like? Are we spying on you? Yeah, How you're gonna call the cops on me for yeah. being here. That goes all the way up the the tree though because I remember <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of Jeff Buckley, a huge fan of Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Have been for years. And I remember watching this video of that he did like a, a few shows after the release of, of Grace and killer album he, great album great singer great musicians in the band but he's that's his live show is it's uh, the audience is incidental right. yeah. it doesn't really matter right. if the audience is there or not in fact in fact one particular part of it he actually becomes kind of a little bit insulting to the audience. Wow. Cause, wow. Yeah, because one of them says, oh, play some Smiths, which is, oh. you know, nobody wants to hear that at a gig, right? <laughs> right. You know? And and he, he gets quite angry with the audience member in the sense of, like, why are you... Inter- why are you even here? Forgetting completely that you're supposed to be entertaining these people, dude. Right. You know? And you right. are with your soaring voice. But, like, it just... There was a lack of humanity that I found a kind of tarnished it a little bit for me yeah I, yeah there's totally. a there's a band I say it <laughs> well no i mean i think there's a point 
there because there's a band that you could say could if I was to tell you they this band did this and the lead singer of that band did that, which is they kind of disregarded the audience. You could say Radiohead, like Tom York. But guess what? I've seen him twice, and he doesn't do that. He really amps them up. And he, out of all, like, and you listen to those songs, he's the last guy you think of that would actually engage and try Definitely. to like pep up the crowd. Mm. Yeah. But he does it because yeah. he knows that that's what you're supposed to do. It's a live show. Everybody came out to see you. I yeah. honestly you thought know. the same thing about Damien Rice when we saw him in the States. Were, were we in Jersey or PA? I don't know. We were in Philly. Philly. Mm. Um, we saw the first song that he opened up with. It was very dramatic. The lighting was very good. It was just him. There was no band on the tour. He put a fog machine on. By the end of the song, it got. we were kind of midway. We could see that it got very foggy. By the end of the song, he goes... Can we shut up the fog machines here? Because it's we're like choking the people. We're in the choking front the row. people in the and like immediately he broke that character that he worked so hard to paint with the fog machine. Yeah, but he's like, no, f this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and it, and yeah. and like to give you some perspective on the song, he opened the whole show. It's a theater mm. with one stage mic. Right. His guitar's not plugged in, and he's singing three feet from the mic. So everybody has to, like, you're like, oh, you can hear a pin drop, and it's just so dramatic, and the fog that. starts rolling in. That. And then he goes, so we great. shut this, like, fucking fog machine off. He, like, choking everybody. And he goes in this, like, brooding character to, like, all right, this is a little much. That's so cool. Hey, can we tighten my <laughs> Right. My name's Damien. Cha-cha-cha. Right, exactly. I remember watching, uh, this is this is an artist I'm not sure any of you guys will know, but I went, uh, when I was back in Ireland one time, I went to see a guy called Jack L at the um, Cork Opera House and he did something very similar to that now Jack hmm. L has a very uh, Nick Cave uh, Morrissey type voice right. very booming right. strong you know and he actually he actually did like a portion of the show out in the audience just singing using the the design of the opera house yeah, itself yeah, yeah. yeah. and mm. he was like he told the band like bring it down and he did a few songs he did a song called Belfast Child which was a song by Simple Minds oh cool and he did a kind of like a kind of it was like a jazzy version of it but he sung from the audience he mm. stood out in the audience and it was like that's good it was transcendent but you that's exactly what we're talking about exactly things that are just like not cookie cutter it's a unique experience and you know he I was think just he used like, the perfect word yeah. Transcendent. Yeah, I, I think if you can transcend, I, I think artists get so wrapped up in their music that mm. the music becomes the not only the most important thing but the only thing that matters. And mm. I think as an artist, you need to transcend that music, and mm. the the music should be the vehicle to yeah. what you want people to experience and feel. And and it's a vehicle as well for them to get to know you. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not the only thing happening. It's right. just it's just a tool. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I know that Miles Davis used to like turn his back to the crowd, you know, when he was taking a solo or something like that. Like he was nasty, apparently. To to people come up to him after apparent apparently, these yeah. are stories I've heard. But Miles, that was amazing. Thank you so much. And he's like, "Fuck out of my face!" Like something like something wow. along those lines. Yeah. Right. Now whether he was playing a character, like right, he, if right, he was right, known right, for right, that or right, whatever, right. never smiled. You ever seen that guy smile? Um, you know, yeah. and also that you're that type caught up of in your groove, then man, loosen up. You know, yeah, some I mean, there's some branding involved in that, that too. That, that, that's that that, that that jazz world, that yeah. side of the jazz world where it got right. really on the, in the art world. Yes, and it's understood, right? But uh, could he get away with that today? I, I don't mean, know. It, it depends what you're going for. If you're going for enigmatic, 
Yeah, maybe, maybe, because that's that would be a not on just, a live big stage. Yeah, but this was these small clubs. Sure, maybe. I mean, I think it it just depends on like that would be the only positive reason for doing that. I want to create an enigmatic kind of um, perception of myself. Yeah, you know. Whereas mm. I, I, and you know that can be cool for an artist. I mean, you know, even though he was kind of super nice guy on stage and funny, Bowie was a little bit enigmatic sometimes. Mm. He would go from you know, the Glass Spider tour where he's very over the top and kind of almost Freddie Mercury-like to, you know, in the early 90s, he became very, would just stand there on stage and become like very enigmatic, which I thought was cool. But you can do that without being an asshole. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I yeah, agree. That's the point. There's yeah. a middle ground, yeah. 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 Exactly. So we have instruments in front of us. Hey, look yes. at that. So did we, did we, are we inspired to like play some music? Do something. Do a little something. I'm something. down for something. Let's see yeah. if I remember how to play. I know. I know what, you guys do. What are we? Uh, what are we thinking? Do what are we thinking? I, I think. Uh, by the way, I think people really loved Karen Rich's episode. The uh, the imp- improvised that whatever. What was it about? Uh, women's women's underwear. underwear. What or does women's like underwear that. sound like? That was cool. And that was all improvised. <laughs> do you remember what it sounds like? Yes, I do. We don't have to we visit that again because then, then they're gonna, you know people are gonna think like man these motherfuckers are just horny people all they do, right, yeah. <laughs> um, all they sing about is undergarments and fishnets <laughs> I blame Paul's sister <laughs> and and I blame Anne's hairy legs <laughs> <laughs> oof <laughs> oof what we got guys what we got any any ideas we got we got bubbly Oh, I love Bubbly, sponsor of the show. That's good stuff, man. <laughs> one day, one day. That's the first time having that. It's really good. Bubbly. Yeah. That's your first time having that? Yeah. Have you Grapefruit hung bubbly. out with Anthony? Yeah. I, um, not in the last six months. I've created probably like 100,000 cans of recycling of Bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said created. Oh, yeah. I did. I created. <laughs> you generated those cans. Yes. Making a big bubbly Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's <laughs> my next Park. art piece. Right. That's right. right. That's right. Um, <laughs> what do we got? Do we have any, uh, do we want to do any so- like any solo songs? Like we could totally do that. We could jump into one of Cat's songs, one of Richard's songs, one of Paul's songs. I'm almost feeling an improv just yeah, to get I'm everybody feeling, in. I'm feeling some improv. Just a little like, like a little jokey joke. A little joke joke? Right. A little, little jokey joke. Not necessarily comedy, but you know what jokes are. I think right. you should sing a song about, <clears throat> just to like stick with the clothing theme. Okay. Sing a song about a pair of shoes. Okay. That, that enjoy a nice day out, but not with their owner. Love that. <laughs> like on their own. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So then I'm right, thinking like this one. I'm kind of think of like a, like a Bee Gees type tempo. All right. Okay. So like, uh, can I hit the snare? Is it too loud? That's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, that actually. sounds fine. That splasher on it. I was gonna do this thing. Mm-hmm. Can I make it louder? <laughs> Shoes, man.
getting the blues So I'm gonna go out and cruise down the hall Down the door, down the porch, down the hall Down the porch, down the hall Down the porch, down the hall I mean, like, I hope I, I really that hope that was gorgeous. I really that hope people good. like believe it that that was all made up. You know, it's I was going to say earlier when we started talking about like it. We should film it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, people. In, by the way, including Cat's own father, <laughs> cannot. Not that they refuse to believe it, but he, every time we do a show that we improv a song, he goes, "Holy shit!" I can't believe that that was not pre-written. Like, even the music. Yeah. You know? The fact that yeah. you guys went into a B section, I'm like, I don't know how they... I don't know whose eyes met whose, or if you guys weren't even looking at each other. I was I was listening. I saw. I heard Paul I heard Paul building, uh, and so I was like, like I think Paul might yep. go to a four here. Yep. And he went to a four, it's, and I just followed the climb with him. It's the benefit of having, like, a setup where... Because we're playing right now. We've got drums. We've yeah. got a keyboard, bass... And a female vocal, so it's actually a really good improvisational setup because yeah. you only have one melodic instrument. If you had a guitar there, oh yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Everybody yeah. has to go there. Whereas I can change a bass note; doesn't necessarily. You don't need to change what you're playing. Right. It's sometimes it, it still works. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's why we can do that. Which is I don't I don't know why more people don't do this on shows. To be honest with you, it's a lot of fun. It's so much it, fun. It's so you get I think better. Every time you do it, you get better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you know. the pressure can be overwhelming, though. I know. I guess so. Improv for me was always a daunting thing coming from a classical background. Uh, Improv is like a big no-no, you know, for for my my upbringing with music. But like this kind of stuff, so like much fun. A singer songwriter, 
a singer-songwriter gig is different than a jazz gig. I can't pretend that I know what a jazz gig is like, but I do know it's different. Uh, a singer-songwriter gig, you don't necessarily have virtuosos at your the instruments necessarily. You kind of got mm-hmm. four chord jack, and I, I'm definitely true. Too. I'm definitely mm-hmm. one of those gals when I'm on an instrument, whether it's piano <laughs> or guitar. Um, I, but like, I think the singer-songwriter venue setting. Everybody's very scared to do an instrumental in general. Yeah. Mm. And not everybody, and I say instrumental improv because not everybody's got the lyrics on lock with improv. Mm. I happen to have a 12 year background in lyrical, in lyrical improv. I understand. It's unusual. I understand why Paul's, you know, how you're able to do it. I understand how you're sort of able to do it too. I was just about to say it's, you know, and this is, this is like, wouldn't say it's easy, yeah. but we're so connected as band members because we played together for so long. We know yeah. each other so well. It's, yeah. it's kind of natural for us. But being able to like, because we can do the same thing. We do have an A section and a B section. Yeah. Okay, that's the A section. That's yeah. Cat but, has yeah. to come up with something new every line. It's yeah, amazing. Cat, I don't yeah. know how you it's fucking so do cool. it. The way you guys work together, though, <clears throat> like you said, oh, I feel like he's going to the four. I actually kind of know the melodies of our tastes mm. a little bit, so I know like where to soar and where to not. Mm. As far as content's concerned, I don't know. But if you didn't say that thing about like shoes that have no owner, mm-hmm. like we usually start with just a word yeah. for the yeah. indication. There, that was pretty specific. Uh, and this Paul. was very. This was re- Paul's it's a fantasy of mine. Paul, a weird fantasy. <laughs> it's a recurring dream. I, I I have a fantasy about being a pair of shoes with no owner. I was just gonna say you're the shoes. <laughs> I'm the shoes. You're I'm the, the shoes. shoes. That's, I oh, and that's, oh, that's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. That's the big reveal. I'm the shoes. And now everybody listening to the podcast just has a single tear falling. Yeah. <laughs> Someone adopt Paul. Someone adopt this kid already. Oh, very man. very yeah. well done, Cat. Like yeah. honestly, yeah. I don't know how awesome. you fucking do that. Thanks, and so I don't know how you play your instruments. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Going to what you were saying, uh, Rich, about because it's funny. I had I had two guests on recently that we did a little improvised thing too. You know, and the singer, she improvised mm-hmm. something, and I didn't expect it, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't know her that well. And I told her like that's very impressive. I don't know if you understand me and and her her boyfriend who was the uh, the other guest. His name is Ben. You guys might have met him. He's in a couple bands, okay. and he and I have been improvising together for years. So I understand. He and I understand that language. But we didn't. Again, I didn't expect her to do it, and and uh, and then we got into that discussion, which is, and we kind of hit hit the nail, which we, what you were saying, classically trained people. You know, why don't you take the risk? And I'm, after thinking about it, like you're not allowed to sound like shit. Yeah. Like right. as a drummer, it, you know, it, as a teenage drummer, and your your buddies come over, you're allowed and expected that you're going to sound like shit. Yeah. Right. You know, like you're allowed to carve your teeth and let and or. You're 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 allowed to to let people hear you suck. Yeah, yeah. And a the classically trained for perfection is not there like yes. it is with classical music. I yes. think it's reps though. Yeah. Well, yes, because there's no reps in improv with with classical. But when there's when you have reps of regular improv, you learn how to mask the things that sound like shit. Like as far as some of the lyrics that I sang there, they were not genius, uh, nor did they rhyme. They were kind of weird. But we learned to mask that with attitude or v- voice acting. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And instrumentally, it happens too. I, 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 I had the I had the instinct that Paul was going to go up to the four, but I wasn't sure if he was. So you did. So it, what yeah. I did was, you hold that one chord out, and when he starts to build up, and then he goes, yep. he goes up to the four. So I'm holding that one, and this is what happens. 
I knew it. You got the, the pickup. As soon as he hits it, I come in on the end, on and the I'm end. like, here we are. Yes. Now we're going to probably build somewhere and from this. And that's, that makes that's it actually, sound good. That's actually really interesting you said that because you're playing a piano. It sounds great on piano. It may not sound quite as good on guitar, so you can right. use, you know. But mm. the other of the thing voicing. as well. Yeah, and it's yeah. one thing that's super important about improvising as well because not being not being somebody that reads music, I always played by ear. Um, one of the things I learned early on about improvising is be okay with it sucking. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. do it unless you're okay with falling flat yeah. a little bit. Absolutely. You know? And then as soon as you start to put that suit on, it actually becomes a lot easier. Absolutely. you're perfectly okay with this being a little bit of a train wreck. It's In like fact, learn how to recover. Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah. also learning, uh, how to recover. learning how to trust your family. Because as yeah. a, I grew up a solo classical piano player. Yeah. You're on your own. You suck. It's on you, boss. Zero friends. When you're here in the room with it with your bandmates, you guys are family right there. So I I yeah. have a trust. If I foul something up, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna pull me back onto my feet. It's not and just then, and, me. And on then my we'll own. look at you and wink. <laughs> yeah, right. Or give me like a laugh or something. Yeah, you know? and that and yeah. we've done that. Oh, all, yeah. all three we've of us. We've laughed at each we've laughed at each other <laughs> so much. <laughs> right. Or just or just hand you an application for unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this. I'll give no, you this no. between chords. This no. Mel Bay lesson <laughs> one guitar book. Oh, Here you go. I have that. Oh, I, I have, have it too. That I have it too. Here is musician. Yeah, musician. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's a subscription. Usually, I say, "Ooh, keep that." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that's a thing too. Uh, sometimes you run into some beautiful problems. Yeah. You know, if Paul hit that four, and I thought he might have been going to the five. Sometimes you end oh, up with yeah. a chord like that, and you're like, "Ooh, that like that was kind of tasty. I can recover from that, but it wasn't like you messed necessarily up on dissonant. something um, when we were playing together on with him, and I was like, oh, oh, it was for our show, and you like it like the 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 voicing was like just off. And I'm like, wait, what did you play? I want that, and you're like, I don't know, like maybe. Yeah, there's <laughs> and pluses and, and minuses to improvising. And I forget what it was, but I was like, I want to change the whole song now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's great. I love when the stakes are beautiful. I love yeah. it, man. Yeah. I fucking love, love that. And they're always, I mean. And you're always making them. Exactly. <laughs> always. I'm going to take a All moment. I'm going to take a moment to shout out my, my piano uh, teacher. Please do. Uh, his name was Mr. Dickens. He's, in, you know, the guy was the most brilliant. And I just remember he was very strict with classical music, mm -hmm. but there'd be songs that I'd be playing and then I would mess up because whether the piece was difficult or the chord was large, like well, a Franz Liszt song. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was probably 11. <laughs> there's, there's a piece called Poem that kind of go, right? It has all this kind of oh, thing. Yeah. And then the second chord of the song is, the second chord of the song is written like this. Yikes. That's nice. Beautiful chord. So because I'm learning the song, I might have gone... And he would always say, that's nice, but it's not right. And so I, I always had in the back of my mind that's like nice. this appreciation yeah. for tonally mm. conflicting chords. And like I'm like, ooh, he, he conditioned me to say, it does sound nice. Yeah. It's not like, oh, God, that's disgusting. It's just like, hmm, that's interesting. Nah. Like a flavor would be, you know? You reserve that for my performances. Oh, no, God. I never give you that. <laughs> so full of crap. <laughs> I meant you, the royal you. Everybody. He's like, did I say that out loud? I, I, I think it, but I never said right. it. <laughs> I think it all the time. By the way, I, I'm really you happy. You wake up in the morning and you're like, God, I'm so full so, of crap. So <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> 
That's wait. That's our that's our promo. Yes, full, full of so crap. Full of this crap. Stage so full of crap. Is full of crap <gasps> yes. right now. That's yes. what you should call this podcast episode. Full of this crap. Full of crap. Full of crap. Full of crap. Yeah. I, I like that. Done. Done there deal. There we go. In fact, we should we should like have our own breakfast cereal. <laughs> what is it going to taste crap. like? Crappos. <laughs> It's gonna taste like improvisation. It's gonna taste like dissonance. Yeah, right. No, it's gonna taste like pharmacy sushi. <laughs> <laughs> also a true story. Wow. I think that's a that's a great improv. Did anybody, name. That is. That is. Did anybody pharmacy. actually eat that? Did any? Did we get? No, that? I think. I think. No. We, uh, we were just like. I think we were too scared. It was about actually it. called hybrid, hybrid. sushi, which that is was even weirder. worse. I'm like, what's hybrid? Is it a hybrid b- between acetaminophen and penicillin? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's salmon and Advil. Get some crushed Advil row on the top of this sushi. So for context, a a very widely distributed pharmaceutical high street company. Yeah, has started opening. Rhymes with rhymes with uh, yeah. s- small tweens. <laughs> small jeans. Yeah, small yeah. teens. Tight jeans is making sushi, and we were horrified by this fact. Yeah. And they ha- not only were they making and serving sushi, they had a big uh, marquee outside advertising it. You know, I saw Hi- this hybrid sushi. I gotta say, I, I don't know if anybody will find this funny. I found this hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 the best advertising I've ever seen and the most head-scratching advertising is... So 7-Eleven, make, uh, they sell apple fritters, and they have them over by the coffee. They're pretty and good. I've never tasted one. It, they, look <laughs> like, they look like... I was, that comment was so expected. They look like cow path. But now, in the window, in the window there's this, like, they're they making do. a huge deal of it. Oh, yeah? There's a cup of coffee with an apple fritter next to it, and, and the, the big reveal, Shut the big up. hook is with more apples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what third-rate, like... Marketer came up with oh, what are we how, how are we gonna sell more <laughs> apple fritters? Why don't we just say with more apples? I don't know, man. Dude, that's you, brilliant. You know what they should have said? You know what they should have said? How do you like them apples? Ha- or, right? or 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 they could have said the deal could have been like uh, uh, get one cup of coffee and one free apple apple fritter. The best way to get you to the shitter. That's it, <laughs> or something like that. That's it. It's better than it, saying it gets you going in the morning. It's better gets, than yeah. saying with more frit. Yes. Okay. I'm only saying because just add an extra tea. I'm literally thinking that <laughs> after drinking and eating that, I'm gonna be going to the shitter. I mean, it's just gonna happen. <laughs> that's 7-Eleven. Cr- yeah, that's all I'm. Why I, I'm I thinking that. Coffee for sure. I, I just found it like- I'm just glad they put the word more in there. Yeah. it yeah. wasn't like yeah, yeah. with apples. Actually, this with time. apples, guys. But you know what? You know what? The crazy thing is, I was sitting there in my car looking at this poster going. How many people does that work on? You know what? I'm just going to get a coffee today. I'm not going to get an apple fritter. I oh, think but of there's that more all the time. <laughs> because I, that's what I'm going for. I yeah. think that all the time. Who do these commu- commercials and advertisements Who actually are they work on? For? You, they, you they, ate it. Because they don't. No, I. But he doesn't eat. need the commercial. I don't need the commercial. Oh, an apple fritter. So, I fucking love apple sounds fritters. Sounds great. He's already the lowest of the low. Oh yeah, he's he's what they call a true fan. <laughs> he doesn't need to be sold to. I, I'll even be like. That place doesn't have good apple fritters. <laughs> right. Oh, you have that's, a, how, that's how much I like it. And I've had them at McDonald's. Like, Wawa has, really, Wawa has really good apple fritters. Guys, okay. I've never in my life had an apple fritter. You're missing out, I've, dude. I've had one or two, but only only from places that won't kill me from eating something from right. Yeah, like a farm or something. Yeah, nice. yeah right, right, right. Yeah. Like, I'll drink, I'll drink the coffee from yeah. 7-Eleven. The, the hazelnut's pretty good. I have one right here. It smells, it smells like heaven. But... That's a that's a the most perplexing advertising I've ever seen. Yeah. And I was trying to think up of something where, like, another product would use that, yeah. like, a, like Bic, now more ink. 
Yeah, yeah like, right. It's like, or, or like, yeah. Okay. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. You already, you already expect your apple fritter to have a sufficient bands? amount of apples. Exactly. Like what? What state were these apple fritters in before they put more apples? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Colgate what? toothbrushes now more bristles. Was more it the bristles. original? Was it the original manufacturing plant, or did they have to send it to a middleman to put the second edition of apples here's, into it? Here's what I'm wondering: hmm. Did they get feedback from the customers, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> There's just not just enough not apples enough. in these fritters. Yes, I, I think definitely. I, that's usually. You think that's what happened? I think I know. I know exactly what happened. So, oh God, Paul. Seven Eleven was purchased by <laughs> someone who who owns a, a substantial holding in Apple Futures. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and now that's probably true. It was like I'm only going to buy this company if we can put more apples in the apple. In fruit. as many things as possible. Yeah, sup- creating a lack of supply yeah. and more demand. Yeah. Therefore, increasing the stock value of apples. Yeah, you're right. The produce section in general of Seven Eleven now has more. Apples. Yeah, it's deaf. That's it. That's definitely it. Welcome to the crap band now with more music. Yeah, exactly. you guys want to do another one? That is literally the equivalent of yeah. that of that poster for the fritters. <laughs> do you guys want to do another one? By sure. the way, do another one because yeah. that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Are we improvising again? We could, or we could again. We could. I'll leave it, that up to Cat. If you guys want to do a, like one of your songs, I'm good. Yeah. You know, you, you good to improvise song? another one? Or you want to do one of uh, one of the crap band tunes? I always I leave it up know. to Kat because I know I, it's. I could imagine how how exhausting flexing that improv muscle can be. I was exhausted on so. Thursday, but I'm not. I'm not tired today, which okay. is interesting. I just mean after performing it, it's like, oh god, I can't. I don't know if yeah. I can think of another three minute song here. You know? Can we make it this one funny? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Do you have the premise? Uh, I can't be the generator. Okay, of the premise, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You um, could either give me a premise via a word or an actual premise. All right. Okay. Maybe a, a is fences a, a good word? A, fences is fine. Fences, yes. okay. That's that's what we're. Fences is my word. Sounds Garth Brooks. <laughs> as oh, as it, long as it's it not Chris be. Gaines. <laughs> yeah, right. With that with that wig, that yeah. black wig. Jesus. So we're doing fences. Fences. I got some hmm. stuff. Okay. All right. Paul, you want to start this one off? I think slow and sexy. I'm thinking like. Uh, that works. Midnight, midnight, midnight is soul. Okay. Yeah. Paul, I'll let you set up the groove on this one. You ain't getting no 
hear a little zap zap and a clap clap and a, a thud thud and a baby's on the concrete cause you ain't getting away from me I put the collar in your neck somehow you're gonna stay with me forever baby in love like a dog you don't know your proximity but when you feel the electricity come on baby come back in the house you ain't going nowhere you ain't cheating on me no no i baked us a nice apple fritter and there's enough for two i know that i might be a little hard and i come on strong and i you don't like my family much and we probably should get a divorce but i need you here i need you here so bad and i can't have you going running around on me with other girls and other women other women with better sensibilities and even better clothes and maybe even better hair and more luscious lips but it's gonna be a problem if you try to escape so i hope you don't mind a little Kind of sexy. <laughs> that was underground shit right there. That was deep. Wow, that was deep. That was a deep cut. I, I that think was muddy rash is kind of sexy. That's uh I've never heard that. Well look, when you <laughs> an electric fence electric fence chip inside someone's body, it's gonna hurt a little. Yeah. And probably turn like a purpley red. Serves them right though, you know, for yeah. a little violent, those those wandering eyes. Good. It was I either like going to be that or I was going to go the sadomasochistic route. And I was like, I don't know if I'll do that on this like show. Like tied to a fence, kind of like an electric tied to an electric fence? Uh, actually, they put the electric collar on themselves uh. for <laughs> intentionally for pleasure. For pleasure. But they're and also they try to run away naked the and they try to run away. And it's like this. Didn't one of you send me a video where somebody was doing something with an electric fence? <laughs> like. No, I think that's not, your. Not okay. I think that's your female relative who pulled their underwear over yeah, their right. head. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't. I, that wasn't me. I think it might have been one of you guys. Mm. Definitely, it was something to do with Ireland. Like you guys sent it to me. It was like you guys do this in Ireland. And really, it was definitely one of you guys. It might have been me. It might it's have been probably me. Aunt. Yeah. I don't remember though. Aunt mm. loves making fun of Ireland. <laughs> no, I, I like the whole making, country. I like making fun of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happened as the representative of Ireland. Yes, this that's right. Particular yes. that's right. Yes, <laughs> that's funny as so. hell. Guys Kat, are killing it. I have a question for you, Cap. When you improvise lyrics, um. Is it similar to when we improvise an instrumental in that you you don't necessarily 100% know where you're going to go 
Yep. But you, when you're when you're thinking up your next line or your next melody or your next lyric, are you are you actively trying to make it go somewhere or are you just letting it happen? Um, so I think <clears throat> I'm just when, when I get a word, um, when I get a word, I think of at least two premises, and then. And then it's time to go because okay. everybody's ready to play. And I go, oh, got to make my fast choice. So I didn't go the S&M route. I went the someone cheating and wanting to keep them restrained. So that's one thought process that has to happen immediately. Then I think of, I just paint the scenario in which, wh what are the facts in the scene? And then what are the emotions in the scene? So if it's like jealousy, then we can maybe riff on like other jealous things. Like okay. who's better than me? What kind of things mm -hmm. that other women have? So like you're the, like block by block building I, up. Yeah, exactly. Because there was a point where I was just listing like, might have a better hair than me, maybe have better sensibilities. And I'm like just riffing on that. And then I'm like, well, what does, what does after bitching about jealousy, what does bitching about jealousy remind me of? Right. And it, it reminds me of back to the action for me is like how are we going to prevent this jealousy and that's just putting a collar back on so that's kind of just what brought me back into the loop of why we had the collar on in the first mm, place interesting so i guess i just use every this song wasn't as much of what i'm describing as other songs are but each new fact reminds me and when i say reminds me i just mean as a person like we all have memories like if i say dog you you think about seven different things that go in your head you think of probably your own dog you probably think mm -hmm. of shit you probably think of dogs out here that shit on your lawn sure. anything, anything can happen that's how'd you know so cuz i can see people walking um, but i you just get reminded of real improv is real what is the real thing that we're going to talk about because you're performing for real-ass people, aren't you? You're not performing for an alien that, that doesn't uh, have things in common with you. So you just make the, the one fact remind you of a different fact in, in life. That's it. That's another cool thing about improv as well is that <clears throat> you can rehearse songs, right? You can sit at home and, like, I'll, if I'm bored on a Saturday night, I'll take my guitar out and I'll sing some songs or whatever. You never improv for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. always improving for people, which yeah. actually makes it so awesome to be able to yeah. you, you always know that you're doing it from an entertaining it's never self-indulgent it's always yeah yep. for the entertainment and to like work the muscle i've tried to freestyle before but it's weird i don't i'm not good at it mm -hmm. i'm not good at like like a like a rap beat freestyle well, yeah like well, self-help I'm, I'm talking more about the nature of the intensity of having to do it for somebody else oh neat mm -hmm. yes yeah, because oh, you can you can, sit you can there play and you can music da, 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 for da, 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 and and you know like on the on the throne or something so you're not even talking about rehearsal you're talking about like joy yeah yeah, you, yeah like the right. the energy of it the energy mm -hmm. of i have to do this now yeah the yeah, pressure you, you yeah. need well, cat, like cat does her own audience. you're right right you do your own um like Instagram videos that are pretty funny. Yeah, I started right? doing the like animal the, impressions were really good. Yeah. So. Well, whenever this is what started happening is our timing. Like Rich, Rich and I are usually going to the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. you, we're doing things together, so we're in the shower at the same time. But recently, I've been like doing my shit at different times and stuff. So he'll I, I be in the just, shower. I almost just spit coffee <laughs> all over my drum set. Oh, no, For why? the record, we have two bathrooms. We, oh, we have two. <laughs> just to clarify. I was just about to say like, well, thanks, Kat. Well, lucky, luckily, that wasn't a road story where they said, you know, my, I was talking to Kat one time, you know, Anthony and Paul were in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
would have been like, hang on a minute. Well, if that's the wait, case, where's, you wait, would be pause in the, the shower. shower. Where's Anthony? Where's that? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony's bundled up around his torso. <laughs> I'm doing my taxes. <laughs> right. Right. That's right. For sure you are. I like I like when you do the when you were so doing So I do those when he's in the shower. Yeah. When you were doing the animal voices and, and like the, the facial distortion app or whatever you were using. Yeah. But what made it really funny was you were you were talking so earnestly <laughs> as a, as an animal. You were so <laughs> You were like, you know, anthropomorphizing animals to the degree where it was, it was serious word. but hilarious. It's so funny. Oh, thank you so much. I recommend much. you go check them out. I was yeah. like rolling around. They're all on my Instagram. I've re- actually reels. since deleted my Instagram app from my phone. So I, nothing, oh, could, just nothing to get, could top that. You know what? You know. I put a limit on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, recently. so did I. We, we, we were chatting about that, the, the four of us via text not too long ago. And uh it's crazy. A, Social it's, media is... Uh, I have a fence it, around it now. It's yeah. like, yeah. you are limited. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta say I did it for the lame reason that I watched the documentary. And That's all lame. Found, I found my behavior is exactly what they wanted it to be. Oh, yes. I, 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 I refuse. I resist that. Dude, I, I actually, I actually yeah, think that's right. the least lame reason. Well, I, 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 it's lame in the sense that I didn't come... I to didn't your own come conclusion. come to that conclusion. Yes. Oh, that's I fine. So weirdly enough... I, instead of Facebook telling me what to do, this documentary told me what to do, but I feel better about what they were telling me. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like watching a documentary on healthy yeah. eating, and you're like, oh, Jesus, you yeah, mean 7-Eleven apple fritters are not good for me? Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> Even with more apples? I mean, but apples are healthy, aren't they? You guys they? are painting me like I have such bad eating habits. Anthony, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking healthy, I'm going to have to kiss your boo-boo That's tummy. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus, cat. But yeah. I'll rub your rummy. We're going to have to go to that... Your rubby. That... Thai Indian joint. Oh my god! I, I will. I will. I'm going to ask this. I mean, I kind of want to ask each of you, but I remember back in May. That's you can when remember that far back. I'm, Good for you, man. It's bad. You what? know him with dates. It's like a thing. <laughs> I just a record of what my life. What time was it's it? It's in full. You know, I was <laughs> about on the polar opposite. About of that. noon. No, remember um, gyms. <clears throat> Go. Gyms. Remember, remember going to the oh, gym. Oh, going. To oh, the going to the gym. Yeah, I do <laughs> remember was, actually. Yeah. I had I had a personal trainer. I was like, I'm I'm actually doing great. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Male or female? Male. Oh. Yeah. He was really uh he was he knew what he was doing and he was pushing me like mm-hmm. appropriately where I wasn't my body wasn't breaking down. It was I was I I gained some muscle actually. Damn. There you go. Yeah. Great. It was cool. And Sorry, then I and then you. that's okay. And then COVID and then uh yeah that's it. So May. Yeah. So it, back in May, though, things on, on social. Yeah, 420 <laughs> in May. So, social media got crazy, obviously. We yeah. know why. We don't have to talk about it, but we right. know why. And, uh, you know, like that impulse to. There's an impulse that I have when somebody says something on a post and they don't under. They're, they're criticizing something, they're denying something that's in the news. Mm-hmm. Cancel, just, cancel, just cancel. they're 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 not getting the point. They're picking up on the. There are there are all right. There are movements out there that that at the core the the belief is good, mm-hmm. right? But the methods are harmful only Agreed. because, and I only say the methods are harmful to get the the belief across, and uh, because their their behavior and their methods go against their. Uh, their belief and their ultimate goal, which is to get people to go, oh yeah, I I completely understand that and I kind of agree with you and maybe we should change this, right? All right, so then people understandably go, fuck that, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. Now, 
they go fuck that and that whole thing yeah is bullshit and then you want to jump in and go and get your hands in there and try to like no 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 you're looking at it wrong or whatever right like pay attention to these parts not those parts and it's right. just one of those things you got to learn to let go mm-hmm. and, yes. and like ignore those impulses because yes. you're going to get into s- stuff and then once you get into it then you're trying to undo something that was already done correct but either way your my motive or my intent won't be interpreted it's not in my control the interpretation of what my intent is so i had to back away and as soon as i started to do that and really truly i'm not going on twitter anymore and when i go through facebook as soon as i scroll and i see something very political that bothers me i'm i'm shutting it off yes yeah and instagram i don't usually see that stuff based on who no, i follow oh yeah you're right so i'm a lot happier holy shit and I had oh to practice that too. I had to practice like not involving myself. Not that I was an arguer person anyway, by any means. I do not have that reputation. Yeah. But when I was like, I, I think I have a good idea on how to simmer this fight down that's happening on the internet. Yeah. And we're like, no, cat, just stop. Just, just yeah. be, the, be the blue dot. Be the good person. It's yeah. kind of like getting try. It's maybe it's like it's like single handedly trying to put out these California wildfires. Yeah. You know, you got to let it burn. You got to let it burn things down. Yeah, yeah. you do. Like, you, it, I don't know. What, what's your thoughts? I mean, I, I've, I'm happier since I now. I didn't delete my accounts. Mm. I've deleted my apps. Yeah. So, so the apps I'm, just I'm, aren't. So on I'm like, that. I'm yeah. kind of like, I've got one foot out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, as as you know, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a huge like online promoter of anything that I'm involved with because I leave that to people who are better than it. Mm. I recognize that it's not a skill that I have. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm prepared and ready to just delete it. Mm. Also, I've been having more conversations with people, mm. like family members and friends, because what I've, what <laughs> one curse of social media that I found, and I think there's parts of it that are great, is you actually stop engaging with your family. You just start watching their life yeah. and you don't, you don't actually get any context. Yeah. You know, you don't like, I see my cousin was at a wedding. Mm-hmm. I see her dressed up all nice with her boyfriend. Here's what I'm not doing. How was the wedding? Yeah. Right. Did you dance? How mm. was the band? Right. You know, you're not actually engaging with people anymore. You feel like you're engaging with people, yeah. but like what they are. And I'm, I'm stealing this from the documentary that I watched. They're, dopamine hits mm-hmm. to keep you feeling like you're in touch with people let us know oh, which doc that was yeah facebook it's it keeps you in touch with family it actually doesn't doesn't it, it really it, doesn't. it actually takes you out of touch because you're not you're, yeah. you're a spectator in their life instead yeah. of a participant it's true yeah what it yeah. does is in my opinion it 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 feeds the lazy part of you to sure. only try so hard mm-hmm. you know uh you see a picture of a family member you really do get the sensation that you know what happened that day because even if they, they may have, you know, entered a caption and described the whole day. Precisely. Now you don't have to try exactly. at all. Mm-hmm. It's already been given to you. Like I've engaged. I, and, I'm, and I'm in and I'm engaged. It's the same thing with birthdays. I, I can't remember. Yes. I've actually the last turned time I that picked off. up the phone, I yeah. mean, on yeah. a birthday to, and mm-hmm. I'm now going to be like, I've, put all my fa- closest family members mm-hmm. birthdays in my calendar and yep. I'm now going to call them on mm-hmm. my birthday mm-hmm. instead of just going happy birthday exclamation 15 emojis yeah yeah birthday candle <laughs> yeah right you exactly. know me I don't <laughs> wish <laughs> anyone happy birthday on the internet yeah I, I've stopped wishing people happy birthday on the internet too because it's, it's, it's disingenuous you can also actually yeah. block um, I didn't even know I did this but my past this past year 
uh, I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't have like 200 notifications of happy birthdays. And it apparently I turned it off that oh. it's it, that it's not a Facebook to not announce my birthday. Right. And I'm like, I wow. like, I, I was like, sh- it was a weird. <laughs> Kat, think, Kat thought it kept at the same age. I know. I get, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm still 25. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, still. The, thought that go, the thought that comes to my mind with, with social media, and I don't think people look at it this way, is nobody likes to be sold to, mm-hmm. right? At the end of the day, even a sales pitch is, is oily, right? Like we get this, we get this notion that it's greasy and it's annoying, to be sold to, but isn't that essentially what every post on social media is? Yes. Because I didn't ask for your fucking opinion anyway. Yeah. So like, imagine just walking down the street yeah. and a stranger coming up to you and being like, "Screw this movement!" And you're like, "Dude, I'm about to. I'm just on my way to get some coffee." Yeah. Like what? what yeah. You know, like there's a time and a place to communicate about these things, and I think the 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 temperature of social media is the climate rather is like. Here's a thing that I'm thinking. Here's a thing that I'm feeling. Here's a product I'm using. Here's a place I'm eating. This is what I'm doing with my kids. And none of us asked for any but, of that. But yeah. you're on. No, we all like to act like we didn't ask. And we all like to act like, oh, this person's posted shit. But you logged on to Facebook, no, didn't no, you, well, to look through that scroll? Right. Yeah, but what I mean by that is. So you so, are buying it. Right, but the the, the conflict that Ant is, is experiencing when he goes on his Facebook and he sees that someone who is a. I'll throw air quotes up here. Friend with maybe posted something toxic about a, a, a not, you know, not being okay with this benign thing in society. Mm-hmm. Now, Ant has the desire to help this person see the light. Right. But at the end of the day, what's really happening to you is you are now part of their sales pitch and you are taking time out of your own life mm-hmm. to be sold to. And now yeah. you're engaged. Mm-hmm. And now, not only that, because they don't like to be like a salesperson never likes to be called out as being a salesperson yeah because it, it's got a bad stigma yep. the minute you step in mm-hmm. unsolicited and give that person an alternative perspective now you're going to fight with them they're going to fight with you yeah it's so it, uh, it's just like this big ongoing sales pitch where you're like hey man don't sell your shit to me and they're like hey man don't call me a salesperson you know yeah. it's it's this weird thing but also them by by you trying to fix them, you're also trying to sell your yes, frame of mind. So that's you're, right. everybody's yeah. selling to each other, and you're all on Facebook because you're willing to buy. But it doesn't yeah. mean you're not going to be hypercritical. I just think it's poison in general. It is. It's an emotionally toxic experience. It is. Is there? Is there like a? <clears throat> I've been thinking about this the last few days. Is there a middle ground? Because I think there's there's clearly positives to there is social media. I mean. You know, social media—the name itself gives like conjures up people coming together. Like, I found Instagram as my middle ground, uh, monitoring the time that I spend on it for sure. But a lot of the things are positive. I I don't. Well, we're fortunate. I've seen some bullshit go down on Instagram too. You know, Uh, especially like the Netflix um, posts. You know. Netflix is a joke. Will promote like an upcoming comedy thing, and I mean the comments are just. They're hor- uh, they're horrific. Uh, yeah. They're always yeah. horrific. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are very nice and very supportive, and then some of them are just like, did you even have like did you even have to go mean. there? For example, like you know, someone will it'll be a female comic, mm-hmm. and oh, someone who's funny. got a, it'll always be just a random someone. Yep. With the intention on dismantling, taking a piss in, in your Cheerios. Mm-hmm. So how about 
like I don't know if you can turn comments off on you places can. like Instagram. You can, but it would be so to me. It's almost like maybe roll back the engagement a little bit. Be able to put stuff up. Just don't comment on it. Yeah. Just I mean, because I yeah. I never really I mean unless I want to say something that I think is funny, which most people yeah. don't sometimes. But yeah. if I want to say something funny or if I want to say something that means a lot to me, you know, um, I'll I'll do it, and then I'll find myself going after I put it up and like. Like, am I like super arrogant that I think people care about what I think? Right. So Instagram was the hardest one for me. Yeah. And the reason it was the hardest one, because it's kind of harmless. Right. It's kind of. Yeah. But the problem with it is, and, and here it is, I I found myself, I criticized myself for not being um, objective enough in my opinions, simply because my online activity was defining what I saw. And that, yeah. was, that well, was that was the biggest. I was going to say, talk about the, you're the, talking about the al- oh shit, yeah, the algorithm exactly. The, al- the, the 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 algorithm was the less engaging your post is, yeah. the I'm fewer people are even going to see it. You know, and and people have really legitimate, smart opinions that I don't agree with, and mm-hmm. I want to hear them. And I just don't think social media is the way to do it. So I removed all my social media, downloaded the Associated Press, and I'm much happier. Well, I saw wow. so I saw a thing recently that said. Uh, like, it was a, it was a shockingly high statistic. Which again, statistic. I don't know. And again, it's an online article, so it's kind of it's kind of uh, I'm I'm kind of like going back on what I'm saying anyway. But uh, something like seventy eight percent of people in modern society get their news from social media. Yep. Yeah. It, the statistic the statistic might be correct, but it, it al- might, might be. have also been from a survey that said. Tick a bunch of things you, where sure, you get sure, your sure. news. Uh-huh. They tick social media. They tick. I the believe actual, it though. Just like because television. I do believe it. Just because yeah, of the I behavior believe. on social yeah, media. Absolutely. There's people who post things yeah. that are obviously mm-hmm. ludicrous and they're obviously uh, fake. Yeah. And they're I, like, "This is it. This is unbelievable." I and get my news like, from Paul. I just call him up, <laughs> say, "What's going on?" I don't get news. I mean, why are we I, even I, talking? And, and here's the thing: it's you're right because I think if you. You know, that that statistic I completely believe because I think if you gave people a blank sheet question, where do you get your, you know, if it's not a multiple choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a little suede. List a few. So the the only reason that I brought this up is because I wanted to say I'm actually much happier the last few days. Yeah, man. Not being on social media. Yeah, it's like like a detox. It's like being cleansed from a drug or something. It is. I am so much less stressed i can focus on work a lot more mm-hmm. it's really it's i, really cool. I have a um i have a thought process as to why mm-hmm. that might be for me because mm-hmm. i share it right look listeners you can listen this is how it works in my brain this isn't truth for you guys it's not it's not truth this is how it works in my brain this is me look i go to therapy and this is this is where all this stemmed from right. i i i take i go to therapy with a psychologist yeah. And he's really good at what he does. Yeah. And he, and he works to be better at it. That's And I good. lucked out. Because guess what? There's a lot of shitty therapists who are there overpaid. Are. Yeah. Um, sorry, had to use that word. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you did. Now, oh, now we God, can all say it. Because I'm just saying. <laughs> what were you I'm, saying about Glasgow I'm, earlier? I'm only saying that because I've, <laughs> I've, I've just wasted so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and given these pricks money. You know, when I was like desperate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just took it yeah. and expected me to keep, you know, whatever. All right. Here's the thing. There are things that make me go into red alert. It spikes my anxiety. And 
the question is, why do I let certain things spike my anxiety and make me go into red alert mode, right? And if that's a reaction, if that's like, let's say, a chemical reaction, okay, that means that it's sort of not in, totally in my control, right? Not, not totally in my control. But if I learn to be aware of it and I can catch it, it's called tracking. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you start tracking those things, you start noting yeah. when it happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. You start to see trends. Mm -hmm. in your in your your moods mm -hmm. sometimes you get fucking lost when those things happen and you forget to even track mm -hmm. you're just honestly trying to navigate through those moods yep when you come out of those moods then you're like fuck that was like two months i was in that thing yeah. right mm -hmm. over time it's been years but i've learned that social media was one of those things yeah. but specifically trying to control something yes a narrative how people perceive something that I believe in. Yep. They might perceive it as like, some people perceive things that I think are positive as totally negative and harmful and it's, it's, <laughs> it's gonna, it's the, uh, oh, it's, it's bringing down our country, you know, things, right. right? And there are people, they, those are people that I might know mm -hmm. personally who I actually like and then you're thinking, I like that person. What the fuck is up with them? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and then I think, and then you don't, and then there's a narrative that those are your enemy, oh, right? That that you pick up and on. And I don't like that narrative. It's, it's that's the poison. It, it's, yeah. That's the poison. Yeah. But they're not my enemy, exactly. exactly. Because, and I think that's true with all what, society. What, what kind of animal am I? Truly, if you really think about it, that red alert thing is animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's like danger. You're in danger. Yeah. But it's just somebody saying something. Yes. So absolutely. if I'm not in actual danger, mm -hmm. but I continue to respond to those stimuluses like I am in danger, then every time I see it, that stimulus is You're reinforced. You're strengthening that. You're strengthening yeah, it. Exactly. If I learn to catch it and then objectively go, well, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sitting here in my room where there's air conditioning or heat. And I have plenty of food. I have plenty of luxuries. Clean water, right. sewage that works, mm -hmm. like all this stuff, plumbing that works. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm not I'm in safe. danger. And you know what? It strengthens me even more now. This is why it reinforces me. That person, they're going to think that. Yep. Yeah. And there's probably a million more of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I'm healthy. I'm, I'm safe with them thinking that stuff. Right. Yes. Right. Like it, it doesn't affect my life. And that's what's truly, honestly, as each month that, that each month that passes, I feel so much better. Yeah, I think good. I think oh the God. overarching sense, like what I hear there, is like the it's it's the same thing with like weight management and health. Like mm. you're never ever going to be able to be healthy if you're not present mm -hmm. with everything. Yeah. So like it, once you once you get pulled into some kind of external vortex, that's it. That like you're no longer in control. It's the rabbit hole. It's the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's it's the way you it's said the twilight that. <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah. But you know what rabbit I want to see? You know what my 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 wishes uh, for the future of social media is to have at least one app like this. And I know this might sound a little bit like Patreon, but I don't want there to be any financial element to it. Just art. No comments. No likes. You you it, there's no gauge as to how many people are uh, consuming your art, but. People painting pictures, people singing songs, people doing comedy, people doing monologues, people just playing their instrument, where people just upload like 
30 second, one minute, two minute videos. And that's all it is. And it's just videos. And there's no, you can't search by yeah. what you like. It's just whatever one comes up next random. It sounds, like, cool it sounds like an online curated museum. Museum. Like an online curated museum. Because a, mu yeah. a museum doesn't ask, the you know, personifying the museum. Mm -hmm. The museum doesn't ask to be liked. It just asks... It asks nothing. You come it, here for it, art. You come here to appreciate whatever it is. And if you have made the effort to come in, mm -hmm. you probably have the, the inclination to appreciate something Absolutely. In, in life, which means you have uh, an inclination to be vulnerable mm -hmm. to some regard. And it would be nice because I think, because you're basically describing like an Instagram without the likes or the commenting, they probably threw... I don't know, again, not truth, just speaking. They probably threw those likes and those comments in as part of the application to feed the creator's ego. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now if mm -hmm. we can have yes. a world where creators, mm -hmm. how this is, I believe, how the world should have always remained since the dawn of time, but if creators could keep their ego stifled, leave, mm -hmm. that, leave that for the people who count stones, for the finance or whatever. Sure. But for creators, for art, Artists, and by the way, I think everybody's an artist. I think we were all artists, born artists. We don't need to be patted on the back. We just need to create the good thing. And then mm -hmm. the effect, Here, here's your payment. Oh, everybody's smiling and not honking their horns at each other. And I'm a happy person and I'm not redlining like you were saying, mm -hmm. Anthony, all the freaking time because I'm being charged with shit all the time. Mm. That's my payment. I don't need your like. Mm -hmm. I need your to freaking have a happy day. You know we, what? It's it's the best result for me from something like that would be that here's what I would you would end up seeing a lot more. You'd end up seeing fewer people afraid to put something up online yes, because yes. they're like, oh, what if I get no likes? Yes. If you take if you take that element yeah. away, yep. if you take that entire element mm -hmm. away, you're going to give people who don't trust their own art a perfect platform because. I don't know whether people really enjoyed it. I mm -hmm. don't know whether people hated it, but it's up there. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want it out there. And this is me and this is who I am. And, you know, if you're right. Can, like everybody's an artist. If we can condition ourselves to not care yeah. that we don't know mm -hmm. how many people engaged with or liked our yeah. thing, mm -hmm. I think the world would be a much happier place. Yeah, because many people put one video up and they get, you know, three likes. So they're disheartened by mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And other people who shouldn't be posting quite as much get thousands of likes because they look a certain way or they you know I think what does that I boil down to yeah it boils down to if that i am only allowed to create if someone likes exactly. it exactly mm -hmm. and that is not it's the opposite that of is art. the opposite narrative yeah. that that's you want to say of, that's the opposite of happiness. you are allowed to create whenever and whatever the hell yeah. you want that's right absolutely yeah. All right, that was fantastic. Stay tuned for part two, The Dumbest View.